All right. What is going on with the subway? Uh, is this extension happening? Is it going to go all the way up to Markham? Well, uh, I have question marks. Ben Spur, or the transportation reporter for the Toronto Star, put out a column, and it says that the province is considering big changes for two subway projects. Which ones? To find out more, here's Ben Spur. Ben, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. You got your, your hands on a six-page confidential document, um, and it detailed the thir- uh, new... Um, panel of experts. Tell us a little bit about that and where that came from. I know you probably can't, uh, you know, tell us your source, but... Yeah, so basically I just got this document that outlines um, the fact that uh, the provincial government, through its transit agency, Metrolinx, and through Infrastructure Ontario, have uh, convened this expert panel to uh, review two major subway projects, the Scarborough Subway Extension in the Yun North extension, uh, the Premier uh, has uh, committed to, to building those projects. But what this document says is that this panel is being asked to basically review almost every aspect uh, of the project and, and to consider potential alternatives to the current designs, right? So both of these projects have been um, in the planning stages for years and years. They're, they're fairly advanced in terms of the detailed designs. But now the, the province is basically considering uh, alternatives to those existing designs, and that includes building portions of the line above ground, for, for instance, uh, using a different route. Um, and uh, so, you know, some pretty significant changes are, are being considered. Now, uh, the premier has uh, mentioned that, of course, they're going to upload the uh, TTC to the province. Is this uh, does, can this indicate that maybe uh, Doug Ford's having some second thoughts on on his Ontario line and some of the announcements he's made with re- re- regard to uh, transit? Uh, no, there, I think this basically shows this is all part of that upload process, right? So, so the province has taken over uh, or passed legislation that enables it to take over these projects that had been the purview of the TTC. And so now basically the, the province is, has the kind of free reign to, to tinker with the plans. And so the, that's basically part and parcel of this whole upload project. Who are the experts that will be advising the province? Okay, so there, uh, there's 13 of them on the list um, that Metrolink supplied to me, uh, and uh, they basically say it, it, they, I don't recognize a lot of the names, to be honest with you. They're, they're kind of international experts who have uh, worked in pretty senior positions in, in places like uh, in Singapore's transit agency. There's um, Actually, uh, interestingly, there's a, a large number of them that work for a commercial real estate company here in Toronto, and that's significant because uh, the government has said that they want to pay for transit projects by doing things like uh, like building uh, developments above them, exchanging development rights with private companies, for instance, to, to kind of offset the cost of these transit projects. So I think you can see just, uh, you know, this is speculation, but the fact that so many of them are, are real estate experts indicates perhaps that's still a big part of the, the province's plan. We heard about Metrolinx and the fact that they're going to offer, uh, well, they're, they're considering offering um, naming rights for GO train stations. So this would kind of be along Along the same lines when you're talking about um, bringing in third-party development to integrate subway construction, as you say, and, and the projects that could be used using, uh, procured using public and private partnerships. Yes, and that's something that's, that's certainly that the, the Ontario uh, PC government has said that they, they want to do, that they seem committed to that. Um, I should just say, I think I think the, what's kind of striking about the potential changes that uh, is being considered by this expert panel is that, you know, this premier, specifically when he was at City Hall uh, in Toronto, was really, you know, opposed to any kind of surface transit, uh, especially going into the suburbs. Now we see this panel is actually, uh, you know, considering that as an option. 
And I think another thing that's worth um, noting is that this government, the whole reason why they said they wanted to upload the subway system to the province is because they said the city couldn't be trusted uh, because the, the city council keeps on changing plans and, and voting on projects over and over again. But now we see that they're actually considering some significant changes as well. So we seem to be stuck on this uh, kind of carousel of, of ever-changing plans and, and what exactly that means for when things get built and what actually gets built uh, is very much up in the air at this moment. Ben, you follow closely the uh, the transit plans or, um, you know, unraveling of plans that seems to happen all the time in the city of Toronto. Do you think this expert panel is going to uh, speed things up or slow things down? I mean, you've been following this story for a while. Uh, I mean, it's, it's tough to tell. I, I think, um, you know, yeah, obviously we can't prejudge what they're going to say. Um, I don't think we could say um, definitively that what the TTC has planned in the past has always been the best plan. I think that um, people criticize, for instance, the Spadina subway extension, which was just opened two years ago. Um, you know, that was tunneled all the way uh, up to the north of the city and into Vaughan. And there were some questions that by experts I talked to that, you know, that could have been built above ground for portions of the line. It could have been a lot cheaper. Stations could have been smaller. So the panel could come back and make those kind of recommendations to these existing projects. Um, but we just really don't know. I, I think that, you know, this, this kind of thing would add more uncertainty to, to, to projects. And until we have sort of, uh, plans from the government, we don't really know what, what's going to happen. And, and we're left kind of waiting to see uh, what the next step is again. When you have a city so developed as Toronto is, and it, which continues to develop, isn't a building above the easiest thing? Um, well, it's uh, it, it's potentially difficult, right? So, um, you know, Scarborough, there's the the route of the Scarborough subway it goes under some, you know, established residential neighborhoods that are very stable. It'd be difficult to see how you would build a line above ground there unless you use an existing corridor, uh, an existing rail corridor like the SRT corridor, um, which was the plan to build uh, at LRT through, through that corridor. Uh, but that was rejected by City Council and, and by the Ford brothers when they were at, at City Hall. Uh, and instead, uh, they could see the subway. So you could see perhaps them building a subway above ground through uh, the, the SRT corridor. And that would kind of match um, what the government has done with the Ontario line, right, where we, the plan was to build a relief line subway underground through the heart of the city. Um, but instead, they're trying to use existing go corridors where there's kind of, uh, in theory at least, less complicated to build above ground. It's cheaper. You can go through those existing corridors. So, uh, yeah, until we see more, of course, it's a difficult thing, but you could see this expert panel saying, look, you have uh, this uh, SRT corridor of Scarborough. Perhaps you could build a rail line through there, and that would bring us back pretty close to, to the LRT plan that was rejected years and years ago. Do you uh, expect to see something official on this soon? When, when are they going to give their final report? Well, so the panel says, uh, according to Mitchell, the panel is supposed to uh, give its uh, uh, final report uh, no later by the end of September, so it's moving pretty fast. Uh, what the public will see from that is still kind of unclear to me. Uh, Metrolinks, when I asked them, wouldn't commit to making the, the full report public. They said that some of the information will uh, come out in, in uh, the business cases for these projects once they're, they're published. Um, but, you know, I do think it's uh, pretty important. And, and uh, as a reporter, of course, it's my job to uh, shine as much transparency on this process as possible. So I, I hope that they will uh, give us as much information coming out of this panel. Okay, um, maybe, maybe they're not going to give you the full report, but are they giving you a, a budget for this expert panel? Because it sounds like, as you say, they're international 
Excellent. Yeah, that's, that's a good question. Um, I, that's, uh, they weren't able to immediately give me that figure yesterday, but certainly that's something that um, I and perhaps some other reporters will be following up on. Um, yeah, I think it's important to understand how much it is costing the public, especially when there are already some pretty developed plans uh, that the city governments and provincial governments have spent millions of dollars already developing for these two subway projects. So I think uh, another question is how much of that work can be uh, repurposed for whatever the province comes up with now. Ben, I appreciate your time. Thanks so much. Thank you very much. Cheers. That's Ben Spurry. He works for the Toronto Star. He's the transportation reporter. If you want to read more on his uh, column, province considers big changes for two subway projects. It is in the Star.